Do you use math, Chrissy Knox? Hell yeah! Hey! We're recording the podcast! Shut up! Good morning to you. <laughs> Wherever you are on this wonderful New Year's Day. It's January 1st, everybody. Happy New Year. This is Bernie Burns. Are you uh celebrate maybe a little bit too much last night? Did you out there? That's okay. We're here to support you, get you through your morning. Hey, look over right over there. It's baby New Year. Ashley Burns, how you doing, Ash? I'm doing good. I just, I don't want to hurt anyone's ears. Well, when you do it, it sounds like an ASMR podcast. So okay, we well, then careful. I'll just stop. Hi, welcome into the clinic. Would you like me to click my nails? <laughs> Have you ever had to describe uh, ASMR to someone who doesn't know at all what it is, and you watch their face will start to drop and they'll move away from you as <laughs> yeah. you start to describe it? Yeah, they're, they're like, like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm like, I'm, it's not me. It's a movement. It's okay. It's on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I still love it, though. It works like a charm. on I me. Mean, we, we did a whole documentary about ASMR. And you still, number one thing for you now, massage videos. No, uh, chiropractic Chiropr- videos. Oh, chiropractic. Really weird thing. I don't listen. We don't need to discuss very specific stuff this early in the morning on New Year's Eve about me. We don't need to reveal that kind of information. On New Year's Day? <laughs> New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, yeah. I actually did today, I was making files for this, and I did the classic, like, 2023. Oh, which gives me a great chance to discuss something we keep forgetting to discuss. 2023? No, it's a hill that I'm going to die on. Oh, no. It is our date format that we use for everything here, which Uh becomes important. And now, what a relevant time to discuss that. Whenever we put out anything in the link dump or episodes or anything like that, you may have noticed already, we put year, month, day. Because we come from a place that was month, day, year, and we live in a place that's day, month, year, but none of those make sense so if you've ever used a computer. So we decided to screw all y'all. We're going year, month, day, least specific to most specific. I also uh, would encourage you to use that in any of your like file naming systems. Any file it management. It makes things so much easier to find. So like you say, if you're working on a Photoshop file or a Word doc and you have a date on it and it's like document final extra final 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 name then you want to put the beginning of it, version two <laughs> then put <laughs> put at the beginning of it the year the month the day and it automatically sorts all your folder sorts let me tell you why it's a thing of beauty if you cut you might be you might say i grew up this way i refuse to change my ways if you came from the place where month is first then you're going to sort all your january's together who the hell wants that and what do you want to do if you come from a place where they do day first? You want to f- sort all your 17th of the month together? Doesn't no, make any sense. No, Doesn't no. make any sense. Don't sort, do it. Sorts by year, sorts by month, sorts by day. Done. You don't even have to worry about it. It's awesome. It's awesome. So, Ash, I'm sure there are Happy lots New of people. Happy New Year. You're already a better person. I didn't want to come out like this. You're, I wanted to be a better. One of my resolutions is to let stuff go. I got. I <laughs> got to say do though, resolutions. Do I not do resolutions? Because you don't believe in waiting for New Year to start. Something. The, oh, that's correct. I don't. What's the point? You know, it's it's day one. I always get frustrated when people have like tomorrow's the beginning of the journey, and then they do something terrible the day before. It's like why don't you start right now and make like, tomorrow even easier? Right. Like I'm starting a diet tomorrow, so today is the hit list. That's it. You're right. They do one last hurrah, which is just going to make the start of the thing that much harder. That's that's my only philosophy about that. I feel like you're talking directly about me here. Do you, Why would that be? Actually, everybody <laughs> does that. I'm the weirdo who doesn't do that. Everyone else wants that last little hurrah to like get them. Well, it's like saying farewell, right? It's like I'm doing these things so that I can try to like hold off like the cravings a little bit longer. 
So do you have a New Year's resolution today? No. I don't have one either. We we went to bed early we, last Yeah, night. neither of us made it to New Year. So happy New Year, my love. Uh, <laughs> happy New Year. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was it was me in particular. We went out for a uh we went out for a long drive yesterday because we had been cooped up and doing a lot of work stuff. Now that we can say that again, we're doing work stuff. And uh, we went for a long drive up to the beach, which sounds really weird to say to me still. We live in a place where the rivers run north now, and that just feels strange to me. And I guess There's there are other places in the world where that happens, but that's, that's weird to me. So we went up to the beach, and we might need to come up with a different word for northern beach. Scotland's shoreline. Yeah, we went to the shoreline. Yeah, we, we, went, we went up to the rocks. Angriest sea you will it ever is. see it's, in your life. There's all these... There are these lovely little towns and everything that have just been like beat to hell by the North Sea for uh, like hundreds of years. I, I'm used to thinking of decades. I'm like, oh, if it's 20 years old, that's pretty old. <laughs> but uh, now I'm like, oh, no, that's that that uh, rail line has been there since 1500. Uh, so <laughs> um, we everything's got seawalls, yeah. which you'll see a, like a sailboat or something. There and you're like, that is not a pleasure cruising a sailboat. So after The Amazing Race, we did a thing where we wanted to keep the adventure going in some way, tried a couple of different things. What eventually stuck was the whole family got certified in sailing so that we could like rent a sailboat and there's a lake in Austin, like Travis, we could go out on the sailboat and do it. When you had to fall out of that though, because you spent a couple of different years pregnant or about to be pregnant and everywhere you wanted to go had Zika. Which, yeah, which yeah. is, you don't hear a lot about now, but a few years ago, especially when I was uh, was uh, pregnant with Finn, that was a big thing. So I had to stay behind on some trips. Yeah. And so JD and I, when we first came here, uh, my oldest son also transferred to university in Scotland. We decided, hey, let's go take a look at like the marina up north and see if maybe we can rent a sailboat or do something there. We went up to the shoreline and these are the <laughs> saltiest, like crustiest sailors I've ever seen in my life. These are tough dudes. And we're like, we're like yeah, we, maybe not. <laughs> hard, hardened sailors us. Why is, why is the water so mad? <laughs> okay. But we came back. So I was digging on the beach with our four-year-old all, all day, running around, doing stuff. Came back here. Yeah, Finn has a really long bedtime routine. And it's maybe I'll go into all of it at some point. But- a big part of it is rough house and rough play because we love to put him to bed dead tired, but that completely backfired last night and I was the one who was <laughs> unconscious. So. It, was, it was a long week though. It's been weird getting back into doing stuff regularly. It's a definitely a shift mentally. Yeah. But if, you, if, you're, if you're just waking up and you're trying to get over it, the only recovery method that's ever worked for me is uh, before I go to bed, I drink as much water as I can. And then I take one, you know, whatever of choice, like ibuprofen, you know, they're all different names, all different, all over the place. Um, but I take an ibuprofen and Advil specifically is what I would take. And then I would, uh, just sleep it off. And that's what worked. To if not I get a hangover. But if I waited till the morning, that was too late and I wouldn't be able to chug a glass of water first thing in the morning. So no, that's when you just go and you have a Bloody Mary. But just power through, you'll be fine. That's why everybody takes takes the day off. Scott, Scotland actually has an enormous tradition of Hogmanay, which is a big celebration around New Year's. Um, it's a lot of traditions crossing over the threshold. But the whole, uh, the, the whole world kind of celebrates in the same way, which is everyone drinks a lot. Celebrate the end of the old year, made it through the year, getting into the new one. So no resolutions is what you're saying. You don't have any? No, not for me. I got to thinking yesterday, when you were a kid... Growing up, 
what was the furthest year out that you ever imagined? Because now we're in 2024. It was probably 2020 at the time. 2020 was the, f- and just because of the number itself was yeah. the one? Yeah, that was a big number. Uh, you know, for a while, it was the year 2000 was the future. I don't think kids. Uh, then we passed it, and it turned out to just be the present. But when people were born like in the mid 90s, I don't think they understood quite how important the year 2000 was. We, it was beaten into our head in the 80s and early 90s that the year 2000 was going to be probably going all the way back to the 70s. The 2000, year 2000 was going to be this incredible time where everything was going to happen, where we we're going to have you know, flying cars, trips to the moon. We were going to be able to teleport. You know, everything you could possibly imagine was going to happen in the year 2000. And then we got to it, and it was just 2000. And we, and we just had to reboot computers. 2000 it was essentially the year that all the computers didn't break. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what, what it ended up being. <laughs> you know what I always look back to is that? And I'll have to, we'll have to find a picture of it somewhere, but... They put it on Instagram. I remember very specifically in the movie RoboCop, the guys that were hunting RoboCop, they had a tracking device for them. I've seen that tracking device. I think I've showed it to you before. It's this enormous thing. It, 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 they were holding in their hand. It was basically a map of the city of Detroit with a red dot on it. And they were. then that red dot is RoboCop. It looks ridiculous. It looks like somebody just glued a map onto an old TV remote and put a, one of the giant old school LEDs on it. It's so funny to me because it just illustrates like we couldn't even fake what we have now. Everyone has something infinitely better than that in their pocket right. now. The, like the the imagination of what the future would hold is not even close to as good as the reality. Hollywood artists with. at the top of their game couldn't create something that's even close to what you have in your pocket that actually works like that. That's kind of the case with a lot of stuff though. A lot of sci-fi stuff is uh, very uh, forward future thinking, very predictive, but off in very subtle ways, ways because it was, well, sure, yeah. it was based off the reality of the time. Like uh, no one knew there'd be news websites where you just pull up individual articles, however you care. It was like your newspaper would be I don't know, would be individualized or would uh, would change on its own or something. But it was still a newspaper. It's like people would open the newspaper and just what was on it would be digital somehow. But that was how they imagined future newspaper. Well, futurism is always based in whatever the technology of the time is, yes. right? Yeah. Like even it's you were talking about this last week with AI. We always talk about what's the impact on work. It's hard to imagine now, but at some point in the future, hundred years from now, they will look back at us and say, why were they so worried about holding on to work? Why, why were they fighting to work? Yeah. Why were they, why were they so desperate to hold on to that? Cause they won't understand it. And they won't have a perspective of what work means to us today and how at least in this current time we have to do it. You know, we don't have a choice. There's a, there's an Instagram video uh, trend. I like that goes around. I'll try and find one of them and put them in the link dump, but it's basically a, um, a girl talking to like one of her ancestors and she's like, Oh, I'm just getting ready for work. And the ancestor's like, Work? You're allowed to work? And the girl's like, me, 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 me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I think thanks I, for that. But then I think she had to fend off a bunch of people in the comments. Like, she, they just didn't get that she was making a joke. She oh, was, she's just upset about having to go to work. Oh, That's sure, all of it course. was. All right. While, while, while you're talking about that, I did some, I did some oh, math, math, my ooh, paper. paper. So you know it's official. Physical paper. Old school. I did, I did some. Uh, I did some math, some girl math on our coffee maker. You did coffee math. I hate to hit people with math while they're hungover on New Year's Day, but here we go. So uh, quick totals. Okay. 
6,371 total coffees that made seems by, like, by the coffee maker. That seems like a lot of coffees. I knew you were going to say that. So I did a calculation. That breaks down to 4.3 coffees a day. Now it doesn't oh. seem so weird. No, no, that's actually not so bad. If you make a pot of coffee, you're making 10 cups of coffee in a, or eight cups of coffee in a pot of coffee in a normal coffee maker. So this thing makes 4.3. We have four adults in and out of here regularly who drink coffee. So that doesn't seem that weird. Break that down to a $530.94 purchase price. Okay. Mm-hmm. That breaks down to $0.08 cents per coffee. Okay, that suddenly sounds much more affordable. Suddenly sounds affordable. Girl math, you, you did can, it. You can see why we're burning through four, four coffees a day. It goes further. So I did, a, I did an analysis here for the market. Oh, boy. Starbucks cappuccino is $4 per cappuccino. Get out of here. Is it really? No, that's what that's, I just looked it up. I'm sure it's different in different markets. Probably people in New York City going, who pay, pays only $4 for a Starbucks <laughs> cappuccino? So $4 per. So that means every time we drink a coffee, we make $3.92. Ooh, it's profit. It's profit. Multiply that, that by 6,371. This coffee maker, we have made $24,974.50. <laughs> Owning that coffee maker. Okay. Well, so you know what we need to do. Long story short, I bought 100 coffee makers <laughs> and we are going to be rich. If we had 10 coffee makers, we would have made a quarter of a million dollars. <laughs> I love this. Girl math, girl math is making us rich, man. I, I love it. I love it. So yeah, more coffee makers on the way. But it, I mean, it does show it's like, Eight cents a coffee, just that metric. That's it no, makes that's it pretty worth good. It. Makes it worth it over time. It does. And every time we use it, it gets cheaper. <laughs> it goes down. It goes down. We'll have to have a special episode if we're still doing the podcast when we hit 10,000. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, uh, thanks to everybody in the UK. We were number one in the UK all weekend. Yes, yeah, thank you. So that's insane. Absolutely insane. Absolutely thank insane. You. And I could tell that other markets are starting to get scared. Denmark in particular got really worried. <laughs> The queen stepped down. We should give him some news roundup when you're waking up. So is that is that because uh, we hit number one? She's like, ah, oh, it's a new queen in town. Yeah, there's. I'm some, done. I'm out of here. Queen stepped down. We'll talk about that. Uh, Tokyo. There was some earthquakes. Had some tsunami yeah. warnings. And then there's a law in California banning most firearms in public, taking effect as of now. So good luck wow. with that, California. I, I didn't know about the California one. I did hear about the uh, the earthquake in Japan, which sounded pretty crazy. That is developing for us, but you'll probably be able to find out more accurate information in your time. Yeah, but the Queen of Denmark abdicated the throne. I like that. I like that there's a special word to abdicate. quit that job. Be like, like, <laughs> do you think they give her like the, do you, she get a gold watch for her service? I don't know. I just love to walk into my boss's office and go, I abdicate. I abdicate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. There was, there was a great internet video where a guy quit his job with like a full marching band. <laughs> but you have to admit, it's really funny. So, it, is, it is very funny. So she's uh, she does like her, a sort of her what state of the address sort of equivalent, like an address to the nation um, live on television uh, yesterday and announced that she's abdicating uh, the uh, the throne in favor of her son. She's like, he can have it now. She's 83. She's not so she, fast. Why? Why does he get it? What's going on? Well, what, I, I mean, is he next in line? Uh, she hired him. Yep. She, <laughs> she, appoint, <laughs> she appointed them. Uh, yes. Um, Nepo baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's 83. She had surgery um, on, I think, her back uh, earlier in 2023. I was going to say earlier this year. That's going to take a little bit of getting used to. I'm going to be writing 2023 on my checks for ages. Um, so, but she's she's done. She's not 
so she's the fourteenth of January. That's the the fifty two year <laughs> mark uh, that she's been the Danish queen is when she's stepping down. We are. We have to be. You know, it's interesting because I'm. We're immigrants, right? And mm-hmm. we are in a country where the laws, it's really easy to assume certain things, but we can't. And one of the things I've learned just in talking, just in normal good taste and good manners when speaking to people here, is people have very strong feelings about royalty and the royal family, one way or the other. Very, very strong feelings. I didn't grow up in this culture, so my feelings don't really matter in that. But also, when... There was the funeral for the queen. There were people protesting in Edinburgh specifically. There was somebody shouting out at members of the royal family going by. And there were, there were people grabbing them and yanking them, yanking them out of the crowd. Like, you're not doing that here. Get out of here. And mm-hmm. that- is, uh, I, I think that the UK has a fine tradition of uh, like arresting people and then letting them go later once they're not in trouble anymore. No, that, that happened to me when I ran on the stadium at Texas OU. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They just. They just. They just hauled me off the stadium, and that was. And they just like they. We got in the tunnel, and they just. They gave me the boot. They go, get out of here, kid. That was it. That was it. So if you ever wonder what happens to somebody who runs out in the field during a game, maybe a little bit more if they are streaking. I would say these. Why? Why if they're streaking? Well, because then it's public indecency, and there's probably a lot more to it. Yeah, probably so. It just shows the difference between men and women, though. You see a female streaker, everybody's like, hey. You see a male streaker, everybody's like, ha ha. <laughs> Yeah, but I uh, I uh, I drank too much in college one time and ran out on the. I told the story on the Rushi podcast. Uh, ran out in the field on a big uh, Texas football game. Don't do that. It was really stupid. It was a very different time. Um, I didn't mean any malice. I thought I was going to be one of like eight hundred people, and I was very excited to get out there first. And turned around, and there was nobody else. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then they came after me, and I got uh, I got leveled. I got fully tackled. And uh, then, you became part of the game. Congratulations! And boy, they were like. There's a way that they can, uh, they can, they can move you along that is very painful. I don't know what the hold is or whatever, but the, whatever it was, yeah, you got was, hustled along. Yeah, it was not. It was they were not kind to me. But then we got in the tunnel, and they literally, as soon as we were like out of sight in the dark, they were just like they just pushed me and said, "Get out of here, kid." Go back to your seat. That's what they said. Go back to your seat. Wow. So they didn't even boot you from the whole stadium just from the field. Very, very different time. If you, if you, I think if you do anything like that, you're taking a lot of different aspects of your life in your hands when you do that. If these days, so don't, don't do that. So new year's resolution. Uh, don't run onto the field during a game. <laughs> you want to end us on that note? <laughs> well, what note are you going to end on? Oh, just, uh, you know, it's a new year. I'm looking forward to it. 2024. I think the furthest year out I ever envisioned is coming up. It's 2032. There's some kind of Unix thing uh, that could be like the next Y2K. But this is going to be a crazy year. Probably. Hold not. on to your butts. Yeah, 2024 is going to be a crazy, crazy year. But you know what? You get through the first day today, and then it's just smooth sailing from there, hopefully. All right, that's us for January 1st, 2024. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, everybody.